Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, Pat and Cook, Greg Pope, John Burton with the day off. Uh, actually, he's uh, working. We've got our Cub reporter over at News Channel 5, of course, the sports anchor there. John and uh, is up at uh, the Combine in Indy today. Rand Carthon, the general manager, will speak uh, to uh, all the media. And then on the side somewhere, uh, Vrabel uh, and um, Tim Kelly, the new offensive coordinator, his first availability uh, since being named the uh, OC. Ryan Callahan with us. Uh, Go Vols 24-7. Because of we're going to be at the OVC tournament doing our shows on Thursday and Friday. Tomorrow we got the Vanderbilt women uh, starting at 945 with the pregame for the SEC women's tournament over in Greenville against Texas A&M. So we've moved some things around, and Ryan's with us this morning instead of Fridays. Ryan, what's up, buddy? Not much. How's it going? I understand maybe that you you were you uh, were su- you got suspended uh, for uh, three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That way, uh, it would allow uh, Go Vols twenty four seven to get one of your riders eligible. Is that what happened? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidental timing on that. Right? Yeah, just the whole. Uh, Tony V suspension. Now, uh, Mali Ahuna can play. I mean, that was the sacrifice. That was the sacrificial lamb, that three game suspension, which really meant nothing. Yeah. And, and we'll see what, you know, if anything more comes of that, uh, obviously Tennessee seems to, to think that whole situation is resolved. You know, the, the interesting thing is we, obviously we haven't heard a thing from the NCAA, uh, on, on this, this whole deal. Um, Tennessee sort of, self-imposed that suspension of, of Tony Vitello um, o- over the weekend for that series. And, uh, and Maui Ahuna obviously has, has been cleared to play by the NCAA, but that's, um, that's the only real word that we've heard so far. So we'll see if anything more comes of it. Uh, all, all sorts of talk out there about sort of where that one uh, originated. Uh, you know, certainly we, we've heard a lot, a lot of speculation uh, about another, another SEC coach maybe having – uh, blown the whistle on on Tennessee for for uh, for for something during Ahuna's recruitment uh, coming coming from Kansas, so um, could spice up one of those SEC rivalries that, that Tennessee has already kind of made more interesting in baseball. If, if there's if there's truth to that, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a weird deal, obviously, to start the year. But Tennessee, bottom line, happy to have Tony Vitello back after that suspension, and, and most importantly, happy to have Maui Ahuna cleared after. That was sort of unexpectedly an issue that dragged into the season. Well, and it, it seems uh, with the NCAA clearing him, uh, the it's not coincidence, okay? That it that it, it comes uh, the day after the three games Tony V sits out. Yeah, yeah it, it certainly. I mean, everything lines up in a way that, uh, and, and everything we've heard kind of points to that being. Uh, being related and being the explanation for that. Now Tennessee has not admitted to that. Uh, Tony Vitello has not not come out and addressed it yet. We'll see if that changes uh, in, in his next media availability. Uh, he, he wasn't around during the weekend to to talk with reporters. Um, so so we'll, we'll we'll see what um, what we hear on that in the coming days and and if uh, if Tennessee addresses it more directly than they have to this point. But but yeah, that that seems to be the indication by all accounts, and that's. Uh, you know, again, it's it's one of those things in in the transfer portal that you hear about a lot. Um, that that you know, not not all of those recruitments are are handled by the book. Uh, there's always some uh, some accusations of of things not being being handled appropriately. In this case, may, maybe Tennessee uh, has has been accused of that, and and uh, and and may have maybe jumped the gun on something. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what 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 ends up coming out of this. 
but that certainly uh, they they think it's behind them. So uh, that that's that's the bottom line. We we don't know not a whole lot of precedent for those cases to know to know what might have uh, have transpired there, and and if so, how you know how those situations are normally uh, punished, if if at all, by the NCAA. But this this may be a more common thing in the future. You know, it's it's not often you hear about anything more than an accusation. Uh, coming to fruition with a suspension or something like that. So we didn't really know what to expect if that was the case. Um, but certainly everything kind of lines up that that's probably what happened in this situation. Yeah, and know, the thing, and with, by the way, uh, Mally Ahuna, right, first-round draft pick, maybe, you know, gold glove in the making, shortstop, he can hit, five-tool player. But anyway, uh, you said something, though. If I'm a student athlete, and, and even if I've gone to the transfer portal or I'm coming out of high school and I – can command NIL money. And we saw it with the, the quarterback at Florida that, that, that was allegedly promised one thing, got another, whatever it is. I mean, the, the system, it's not, I'm not going to say it's broken because there's no system, right? I mean, yeah, we've got all these things and what's happening, but there's really by the book there, the book's being written as we go. And my editorial comment on that. But if I'm a student athlete, either in the portal or out of high school, and I can command it out of money, I want to know before I sign what it is. That's, I mean, that's, well, you know, I mean, how do you keep that component out of it? Well, it's been in it forever. We know that. Now it's just legal. But when it's legally offered is after you sign, that's ridiculous. Well, and, and, and you can't keep that out of it entirely. You know, a lot of that has to be, you know, handled unofficially and, and coaches aren't, you know, directly involved and things like that. And I, I'm not sure that's that's what happened here either. I, I don't think that's. No, uh, I know I'm in, in general. No, I think this is more about just what transcripts and getting you know, the the horse, the cart ahead of the horse. I don't think it was that. But I'm talking just in general with with where things are. Yeah, and I, I think that is uh, that is certainly uh, and and we're talking about baseball with this too. Think about right. that. I mean, football football is obviously where we hear about most of that. But um, yeah, with high transfer high high profile transfers in baseball, you're you're going to hear about uh, some of those situations too, where where players are um, going to command some nil deals and uh, and and yeah, that that stuff. I, I'd, I'd be I'd be naive to, to say that <laughs> stuff doesn't come up in, in, in recruiting. It clearly. It clearly does, but um, but yeah, that stuff has to be handled handled carefully in most cases, and and I think usually is most schools aren't too um, aren't too irresponsible about that from from what we hear. But I I do think that's something that uh, yeah, the NCA is not if they're trying to stop that uh, they're they're not doing a very good job, and it, it's going to be hard to to kind of uh, put put that back in the box. You know, it, it's uh, it's already out there. They're adjusting to the new world, but. But there are things that you do have to handle appropriately. You know, that there are all kinds of tampering accusations that, uh, with the transfer portal where you hear about um, teams being uh, accused of, of, of enticing players to get into the transfer portal. Sometimes players take part in those conversations. Uh, you know, a current player might reach out to a, a buddy he knows at a school sure. and say, hey, did you get in the transfer portal? We'd be interested, you know, that kind of thing. That, that's what you hear a lot. That, that's uh, one of those things the NCAA is, I think, always trying to police as much as possible. And it's the number one thing that came up uh, at the coaches convention this year for football. So it's an issue in all sports. Um, that, that's something that the NCA, if they, they ever do find proof on, 
on someone. They they will go after someone for tampering. So that's at least something to keep an eye on. Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7. Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. Usually Friday mornings at 925. We moved some things around this week, and uh, he's with us this morning. Uh, report coming out this morning for former Tennessee football assistants. Uh, for uh, Jeremy Pruitt are going to get uh, show calls, uh, penalties. Uh, it's a negotiated deal. Uh, UT inside linebackers coach Brian Niedermeyer, of course, all former uh, outside linebackers coach Sheldon uh, Shelton Felton, director of player personnel Drew Hughes, and student assistant Michael Magnus. Negotiated resolution looks like anywhere from three to five years uh, where they you know, are actually you know persona non grata with the NCAA. Uh, but still no word on, I guess, Pruitt. I got a feeling Pruitt's going to fight this. Well, and he has been from the start, yeah. as, as you recall. He, he, he had, his, had his lawyer uh, making some, some bold statements early on and, uh, and making it clear that he wanted some of that money that, that he felt Tennessee owed him, even though they, they fired him uh, with cause, uh, trying to get out of that expensive buyout they would have owed him. Um, you know, haven't heard a lot more about that. So uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll see if anything else comes of that. But that, that's the thing. Jeremy Pruitt's name came up quite a bit. I was asked by a lot of people in Alabama over the past six months about that because there was obviously a lot of speculation about Pete Golding even before he left for Ole Miss, whether he would make it as Alabama's defensive coordinator. And if, if they decide to make a change there, whether Jeremy Pruitt could come back to Alabama. A lot of Alabama fans wanted to see him back there. And I think there was at least some interest on Alabama's end in getting Jeremy Pruitt back into that program in some capacity. The issue is everyone involved that I've talked with fully expects Jeremy Pruitt to get some sort of show cause out of this deal. And it's, it's sort of up in the air right now. And no one that would hire him could claim not to know <laughs> that that's not a possible issue. So you could hire him. I, I don't know how, that, how exactly that would work if you can hire a guy and, and sort of get him in before a show cause is officially uh, – thrown down if, if you're okay there technically or, or, or how if you're supposed to know better but but either way that would be a tricky situation at, at best and everyone I've spoken with expects uh, you know likely a lengthy show cause for Jeremy Pruitt but we'll see you know he, he may be fighting this a lot behind the scenes there may be attorneys involved uh, you know who knows but bottom line is uh, with, with what's in that report even even though uh, a lot of this stuff now looks like small potatoes compared to what you hear about at NIL. Um, it, it's still – the NCAA does some weird things, and, and obviously they've continued to, to, to push this case uh, with Tennessee, and, and if they're going to hand down show causes to those four people, that, that doesn't bode well for Jeremy Pruitt, I would say. I think that, that that would point to, in my mind, at least a three-year show cause for Pruitt as well, but, but perhaps I'm wrong. Ryan Callahan, 24-7 on Twitter. Uh, Arkansas, Tennessee tonight, uh, 9 your time, 8 our time, ESPN 2. Please explain Tennessee basketball to me. Uh, You know, if I could, (laughs) I I would probably be on on a staff somewhere coaching uh, basketball. (laughs) But, uh, no, you know, this is a – it's a team I've kind of – when you explain what they are, it makes them sound like a worse team than they really are, I think, because what they, to me, what they are is a, a an okay offense. They're, they're not great offensively, certainly, but their numbers aren't as bad as you would think either. They're very middle of the road uh, in most categories in the SEC. Um, so they, they're okay offensively and they're elite defensively. Um, but in college basketball, what that leads to is a lot of close games when you play quality competition 
and you're you're sort of prone to losing to anybody who gets hot on, on any given night. And so they've played some better teams lately. They've gotten into sort of the, the, the meat of their SEC schedule, and they've taken some losses, and they've lost a couple games they, they probably shouldn't have lost to Missouri and Vanderbilt with Missouri shooting lights out, Vanderbilt hitting a buzzer beater too. Um, those are – you know, kind of just bad luck in a lot of ways, but they got themselves in close games, and anything can happen in a close game, obviously. Um, so I think I think some fans, and, and Saturday kind of reminded you, even though it was against a bad South Carolina team, they've beaten South Carolina now. This, this is this yeah, is my point to me to beat it to beat a team twice in one year by forty plus. That's obviously not a fluke. So that's that's strange uh, to, to beat. A team well, and especially in South Carolina was coming off taking Alabama to overtime. Of course, Alabama right. c- coming on the heels of everything with the Brandon Miller situation. But yeah, I just defense travels. You always hear that and everything. And and quite frankly, I'm you know I'm not selling stock and I'm not buying. I'm holding on them because I still think. They're they're probably their net still a, is third in the country. I don't see them any worse than a three, and and I think they still might be a two. They they could. I I, I personally think it really depends on how they finish because yeah. before that win Saturday they they had four, losses in four out of five. Um, that they they haven't finished well to this point. If they bounce back and win both games this week, show pretty well at the SEC tournament. I think they'll they'll be okay, and I think that's where you look at them being probably a three seed. Yeah. If they lose another game this week, you know, go one and done at the SEC tournament, something like that, then, then that's where I could see them maybe slipping a little bit more. But bottom line is, there's still a team that's going to be dangerous in the NCAA tournament to anyone they play. If they if they fall to a four or five seed or something, so someone there's going to get a really tough matchup with them uh, in the second round that that maybe is is going to feel like they are, are getting a raw deal because Tennessee's capable of beating just about anybody in the country as they've shown. The issue is I think they're too hard. They're too easy to guard offensively sometimes. You know, they, they don't they don't have a lot of guys that can create their own shots. They don't have a, a, just a go-to score a, a lot of times. Uh, really, Zakai Ziegler, the only guy that can really get to the, get to the hole and, and create his own shot when they need to and, and when they're in a drought. And they don't get enough free throws and transition points. So you add all that together, and when another team's shooting pretty well, it can lead to them potentially getting upset, which is why a lot of people that have been paying close attention will probably have them losing in the second round in their brackets. I think you'll see a lot of that. But they're a team that just as easily could make the Elite Eight, and it wouldn't shock you. Yeah. Ryan, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you. We'll, uh, a week from Friday, uh, we'll figure it out. We're going to be down at the Omni Hotel, and if you're coming this way, maybe you can swing by and have breakfast with us. We'll, we'll work it out. So. Thank you, man. That, that sounds good. Thanks a lot. All right, Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7, brought to you by all of our uh, UT Talk, uh, brought to you by Star Leasing Company, 13-year